Spencer Balper, the team of Brass and Carson Zestuli. This is Fangraphs Audio. And what this was intended to be, and what it mostly is, is a uh, question time. Question time. Edition of Fangraphs Audio with Dane Perry. A question time. Question time. Edition, as I say, of Fangraphs Audio with Dane Perry. However, when I finally was able to get in touch with Dane Perry, uh, what I found was a broken man. A man broken by climate, by the, by the climate of the upper Midwest. A man broken by traffic, the traffic of uh, that uh, apparently the overwhelming traffic found within the city of Broad Shoulders. And I think probably it wrote a man overwhelmed by his responsibilities. However, that did not stop us from recording uh, roughly an hour and 15 minutes of audio. Uh, for the listening pleasure of probably one person. In any case, yes, Dane does answer questions and what follows. To any of you listeners who have made your way to this edition of Fangraphs Audio looking for the same sort of crack analysis that appears in the electronic pages of Fangraphs, please stop listening now. Stop listening right now because you will not find it. What, as I say, what you find in the following is a record of a broken man, and it is not at all analysis of baseball. So stop it. Go listen to uh, an edition of this podcast with Dave, Dave Cameron, because he knows every he basically knows everything about baseball analysis. He analyzes all baseball on a weekly basis. But do not continue in this direction unless you are prepared to witness a man at his lowest. Fangraphs Audio. It features Dane Perry, and it begins right now. Fine. What is what is that voice? Uh, just you know, voice, Cecilia. You okay? Uh, you know, it's still, I'm just I'm tired of this weather, tired of this traffic, all this, yeah. Hmm, yeah. Just, just, just rough weeks, Stooley. <laughs> Dane, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. And to, and to add to it, you have to do, um, you have to do this, this podcast. I, yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. But here it is. And it, it seems like you had a birthday too. Mm-hmm. Just to remind you that, um, yeah. yeah, another year closer to uh, to, to black what? to black desolation. Black desolation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite sex move. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Hey, well, listen, Dane. Uh, per your request. What? Wait, no. Um, I should say I ignored your request to send you some of the questions. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize you were uh, posting it. On, as a, as a, as a post. You didn't realize I was posting it as a post. Right. Okay. You mean this, this question time edition? Question time. Stoli, I, I, it's traffic, it's cold. So did you, did you take a look? Because I'll tell you what I did, Dane. I'll tell you what I did. I, I organized, I went through and I at least organized the questions, um, uh, on a basic thematic level. Mm-hmm. 
for this uh, for this question time edition of FanGraphs Audio. Question time. Okay. Yeah. Question time. Question time. What do you uh, what do you got going on there? What's that's uh, just uh, having some milk. Okay. I got some coffee. You you're sorry. Excuse me. Um, just I just want to clarify. You're an adult, right? <laughs> I like milk. You Is that like right? Okay. Are you uh, Dean? Are you concerned about the threat of osteoporosis? Uh, no. Okay. Because no. it doesn't usually affect men, from what I understand. Right. My mother has it if you want to continue making jokes. I don't want to make jokes. Well, I mean, you, you having it is funny. You worrying about it is even funnier than you having it. No, I'm, I'm not particularly concerned about that. I don't think you should be because you're a man. I drink my milk. I lift <laughs> my American weights. Yeah. I think I'm good. I think hey, I'm good. Still. There is a there is a David Mamet film called State in Maine in which uh, Alec Baldwin's character in that film drinks drinks a Drinks whiskey and milk. Okay. Have you ever heard of that before? I guess that's sort of like a black Russian, except uh, different liquor. Mm-hmm. Black. It was black Russian. Is that another one of your sex moves, Dane? Excuse me, a white Russian, a white Russian. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. That's another sex. I, I. Yeah. Just put the word. Yeah. Anyway. Um, black anything is. Yeah. Like. Black anything. Yeah. Black yeah. anything is not a popular one. <laughs> so listen, uh, but I did. There are a lot of questions. There were, I think, there are ninety-two submissions. Yeah. See, here's what I don't like about question time. Question time. Okay. Hey, I really have to be on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's too much thinking on my feet. Well, so actually, what I That's did, my uh, I arranged the submissions. I arranged them so well, that the I'm not going to do it. No, we're doing it, but my point is that um, the, to start off, I, there are some, some sort of uh, – there. what's that? Sorry? I'm getting some coffee. Okay, yeah, but the, the up front though, Dane, are a number of uh, questions that are just uh, – that just ask your opinion on a thing. And so – All yes, no. <laughs> no, but the idea is to ease you into the questions, Dane. Yeah, okay. Uh, for example, for example, the the, the beginning of the beginning questions involve uh, your birthday. Excuse me, sorry, what's that? I'm getting some coffee. Okay, all right. Okay, go ahead. What? Oh, just one little note. You didn't you mention last time we spoke that you had seen American Hustle? Yeah, so I just fine. Yeah, right. But uh, I just um, I just today saw the, the first movie poster here in uh, France. Okay. It's called American Bluff. <laughs> See, I, I don't <coughs> and the weirdest thing is it's just a picture. None of the actors or anything, just a picture of a cheeseburger. Oh, strange, right? That's a lie. Yeah, it's a lie. Okay. But it is called American Bluff. Why, why would not... Uh, why would not? <laughs> why, why would not... See, I, I, I'm so... I can't do this. You're so. fragile. You're fragile right now. You're very fragile. I'm falling apart over here. I'm falling apart over here. Yeah. My brain. My brain. Be dumb now. <laughs> just like you stopped conjugating verbs. <laughs> yes. You're just no, done with that. Is the word hustle translatable? I don't know. Well, let me take to wordreference.com. You know, he speaks French perfectly. <laughs> you're lying. Bluff is uh, 
Me tell something no true. <laughs> All right, here's the first question, Dan. All right. It's, it from, it's from Chris Swick. Ah, Swick, I still have a bottom winning gear. Oh, okay. You may, maybe you shouldn't say that out loud because it's past the time. I, it's been a year, right? Uh, no? no, it's been a year. Wasn't uh, the wedding like in June or something? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I so still got time. You still got time. Uh, hello, Dane. For dinner, I don't count. Hello, Dane. Hello, Dane. And then, uh, in parentheses, and also Carson. And just parenthetical. Okay. He fine. says it's Dane's okay. birthday today. True story. This was yesterday, I assume. Okay. Um, so it was your birthday yesterday. You can confirm that? I turned 42. Yes. 42. He says, I'm wondering if he would mind telling us at what age he believes he was at his peak, uh, and also if he's gone through a midlife crisis yet, and if so, what it entailed. Hmm. So, uh, so the uh, first question, at what age were you at your peak, and uh, have you gone through a midlife crisis yet? What age was I at my peak? Yeah. I don't know. What, what, what kind of peak are we talking about here? Just general or, or, or my dirty peak or, <laughs> or intellectual peak? I, I think it's uh, – well, you know, so for example with baseball players, right? Yeah. The speed. Well, yeah, but you're talking about a very narrow set of skills there. Right, but there's like a conflict, right? So like speed peaks in defense peak early, but um, walk rate peaks later. But at some point, you know, there's there's some point over the course of the player's career where those two are high relative to each other, and so uh, I, I would say, uh, I would say probably now. Right now, this second. Not today. God, no, not today. <laughs> Generally speaking, though. Generally, yeah. Now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Huh. I was, uh, I was, uh, I was a rank idiot till about age twenty-five. Okay. Um, then I was just a, a depressed baboon. Uh, <laughs> my thirties, I was better. I was fine. Yeah. But now I'm, I'm I am uh, in many ways the perfect man. <laughs> you know, I was talking to someone recently who was, I don't know, he was not even thirty yet, though. Maybe you said he was wor- he was worried about turning thirty, and I said no, don't don't worry about turning thirty. It's a blessing, right? Because even if even if you're an okay person, even if you're even if you're a tolerable person at age in your twenties, just by telling an adult yeah. that you're in your twenties, you're yeah. immediately you immediately seem um, extraneous. Yes. Yeah. No one cares about you. It, yeah. It's just you don't have gravitas regardless of what you've done. Yeah. John Keats, great poet Keats. Yes. He could have told I'm someone he was. He could have told someone he was in his twenties and say, "Eh, what have you done?" Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I'm already a great romantic poet, and I'm not even going to make yeah. it to the next decade. Meh. Yeah. Doesn't sound yeah. that great. Now, if get you die job. in your twenties, then people get might, a real get a real career. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, but no, it's it's a, it's a nice to it's nice to get into your thirties and people start. I'm not nothing could change. People just start taking you more seriously. Well, I mean, I rare is the person who's worth a crap before <laughs> thirty. Right, and my point is, regardless of whether you are or not, people right. assume that you're not. Yeah, the perception is going to be there. Right. So there you I go. Was, I was a I was a rank bastard until about age twenty five. <laughs> so those. Uh, those perceptions uh, were, were justly applied to me. Yeah. And I think uh, now I am uh, uh, useful in some ways. Yeah. 
Well, you yeah. could fix things. Uh, yeah, I, I can. I can handle a. Uh, I can handle a tool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Ed writes. Uh, hey, not today. God, no. No, no. Ed writes. Uh, um, happy birthday! Exclamation. Happy Thank birthday! You. Exclamation. Did you schedule a prostate exam yet? I uh, I've had a manual prostate exam before. <laughs> that's yeah. I, you mean you that know. you performed yourself? You mean? I, I I do when I'm showering. I do stick my fingers in my butt. Okay. Yeah. No, but, I've had a manual prostate exam. No, but what about the one where you got to take the uh, fluid or the pills and you expunge? That's a colonoscopy. Oh yeah, right. Have you had yeah. a colonoscopy yet? This I might have. be what he means. You've had a colonoscopy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On purpose? I have, uh, I have, uh, uh, colon cancer runs my family. So oh. I had, uh, since, yeah. since what age have you done that? Uh, I did this about two years ago. And how often do you I do it? When I turn 40. Oh. How, how often do you do it? You, you, oh, I guess, well, you've done it once. That's what we know. Bi-weekly. I knew it. I was friends with an older gentleman when I lived in, uh, a very, uh, a funny older gentleman. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, he had some, he had many opinions. Was uh, it uh, Red Skelton? No, no, uh, no, it wasn't Red Skelton. It was Paul Lynn. Paul Lynn okay. lives in Missoula, Montana, and okay. he, uh, he's from he's from uh, Massachusetts. Um, and uh, he had not been there for some years, but it still had a. Like, cr- he, did he, like you, did he fail out of a lesser Ivy? No, he graduated from a a better. Smaller liberal arts college, uh, Bowdoin in particular. Bowdoin. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. which is actually funny because he met my grandfather, and they had belonged to the same fraternity at Bowdoin, and they knew a handshake. They knew a secret <laughs> handshake together. I mean, he was in his 60s maybe or late 50s or 60s when we met. <laughs> anyway, he would go with Paul Lynn, a great guy. He would go to the sports bar every day. And uh, to watch the Red Sox, and that's where I, I met him because I was watching the Red Sox too. He would just order um, refillable Diet Coke, and it got to the point when he would walk in, they would just bring over a pitcher of Diet Coke. He he would sit there for nine innings, drink. Did order by this point? Uh, not. I just think I don't know. I don't know what what that was all about. But I know that he would pay. He would. It was a dollar ten for infinite Diet Coke. Okay. He just sat there. He would. The dollar ten, he would tip fifty cents, and then he would leave. He would be there for three hours a day. Anyway, uh, I asked him about colonoscopy, and he said, "No, the big problem is it gives you the." And he just kept saying that over and over again. He's like, "No, no, the it gives you the." He loved saying that. Well, yeah, the uh, the stuff you take does indeed give you the. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, the pipes. Kyle says, Kyle. You know Kyle. 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 Against oh. Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is this may or may not be related to the previous question. Which of your body parts and or internal organs uh, currently causes you the most pain? Okay. That's you can answer more. that, Dane. That, see, this is just – it's basically a true-false question. Yeah. Um, my torso. What's going on? Is there yeah. a reason? Or? Uh, I would say what's bothering me these days. Um, my left elbow. Really? Why? Uh, I don't know. Some kind of, some kind of, I don't know, uh, ligament tendon issue going on in there. Yeah. Do you remember, is there a particular event that would have caused it or just? Uh, well, so still we, men do these things <laughs> called pull-ups. Yeah, okay. 
and uh, uh, I think I have a little repetitive motion. Do men also injure themselves doing pull-ups? Uh, men who are 42 sometimes do. Yeah, okay. Sounds about right. So, yeah, my elbow right now. Your elbow. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've had, I had to actually get a physical therapy for my right elbow one time. What'd you do to that? Uh, inflamed tendon or whatever. Okay. You see, because men sometimes do kettlebells. Mm-hmm. Did you get that from kettlebells? It sounds like your workout regimen only does you harm. It, uh, that's, that's, that's what the, I think that that's what the takeaway is here. Yeah. Yeah. See, Dan, be- these questions aren't so bad. You're just answering. People are just asking you, you're answering. Yeah, but the presumption is that I'm interesting, and dear God, no. I think that it's not necessarily that you're interesting. It's just interesting to explore uh, the life, the works and days of a broken man. (laughs) Can we call call that that instead of question time? Question time. Maybe. Yeah. What's the... uh, A recording of a British guy saying that? (laughs) Oh, yeah, wait, I forgot to... Uh, 1433. Yeah. This is going to take forever. It's going to take forever to edit anyway. Um, JCX. What's that? It's going to be short, so. The reader JCXY? Yep, familiar. What's the worst thing you, what's the worst thing you've ever said to someone's face? Wow. Mm hmm. I don't know. Huh. I mean, do you, I, cause I'm sure you've, you're the sort of person who thinks terrible thoughts about other people. Yeah, I just know that about that. Yeah. Do you ever have you ever had occasion to give utterance? Wow. So to, to that. Thought. Yeah, I mean, you know, having grown up in Mississippi, I got in some fights. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure I said some bastardly things. But um, just more to, more in the heat of uh, run up to those fights. Um, huh. Well, can I share something? I'll, I'll, maybe this will jog your mind. <laughs> Probably won't. But okay. uh, one time, um, I hadn't returned to. My mom has some opinions about life, and one time I, uh, because I yeah. left my phone back in New England when I went to Portland, back home to Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't able to call her, and apparently she'd been calling me a bunch. Okay. And um, so I, there's this document, a series of, of messages left by her, uh, her getting angrier. Yeah. With me, angrier and angrier over the course of a day, really. But she gets stirred up pretty quickly. And uh, the last one was um, she left a message to the effect uh, she said, "I regret ever having pushed you out of my womb." <laughs> That's what she said. She said that, and I mean, she said other things like that. But that was a distillation. Right. That's, I mean, it's <laughs> roughly the worst thing a mother can say to a child. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, I regret ever having pushed you out of my womb. <laughs> End of message. Did you tell her sorry, not sorry? Well, no, I no, I tried to re- call back and reason with her when I eventually got my phone. So when I got it, that message was three days old or whatever. <laughs> I regret having pushed you out of my womb. So, so, um, have you said? Have you ever said anything that that like that? No, to someone? I have not. Have I you have ever not. pushed anyone out of your womb? Your man womb. No, I've not. Oh, well, you know, turds. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I haven't. Uh, I don't think I've ever said anything that bad to someone's face. Not, not, not certainly not on that level. Yeah, that would yeah. be dark. What yeah. about, uh, what about uh, like in a fight, an argument with your wife? Have you ever gone somewhere you 
instant in the in the maybe just the heat of the argument where you ever gone somewhere where you didn't want to go? Oh God, no, no, no. Really? No, I would. Uh, well, we've probably been in like we've been married for going on eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've probably been in like four fights. Really? Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, so, but it's not. I know that you're not always in the throes of marital bliss either. No, but there is a uh, there's a very happy baseline of existence. Oh well, that's uh, no. That's, we don't we don't we don't like you know clash a lot. Yeah. Okay, that's fine, Dane. Dane, these are all legitimate answers. Yeah, we're here yeah. for you, Dane. I, I'm here for you. Uh, she told me um, that I was half a man in bed, <laughs> and that I should leave unless I learn how to sex better. <laughs> yeah, but that's I, true. And in fact, it, that sounds just like her because I know that uh, I've met her sometimes, and she always uses the word "sex" as a verb. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sex me, Carson. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I say that's un, that's unusual. And stepping into the breach. Yeah. No, no, she was actually just identi- asking me to identify her gender. Yeah. And I said, well, uh, I said, it's a social construct, so right, what yeah. do you want me to do about it? Yeah, I don't believe in pigeonholing. I said, let's bring Judy Butler over here and have her identify it. <clears throat> I did have a uh, – mm. I, uh, I broke up with a girl one time probably because of a single remark. That she uh, or you made? She. Mm-hmm. See, I don't do bad things. Right, that's right. Uh, she had a significant amount of credit card debt, mm-hmm. and she was uh, she was the daughter of a doctor. Okay. Um, and her parents had decided to no longer help her out with her credit card debt because she would keep racking it up after they paid off. Right. And she said, and this is almost a verbatim quote, says, I'm not entirely to blame in this because my parents raised me to have exquisite tastes, but didn't give me the skills to provide them for myself. <laughs> That's an amusing comment. And I, yeah, and I, I mean, it wasn't on the spot, but at that moment, I said, I cannot be with this person. In your in your head, you said this. Yeah. You, this was a uh, a make it or, or break it sort of comment for you. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a deal breaker. Sorry, this is a deal breaker. Yes. You got yes. Hmm. Moving along. <laughs> That's something that if like a Russian peasant heard that, would just right. s- slap her. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Are there yeah. still? I don't know if there are still Russian peasants, but I, there's bound to be. Yeah. Now listen, this is a good question. I don't know if you're in the mood I, to handle I'm it. Sure there's bound to be Russian peasants. David J. David J. says, because um, because this is sort of one of these. Questions about, um, if you were a contestant on Jeopardy, uh, which, and I will say Jeopardy spelled with the exclamation here. Oh, good. So that's good. Yeah. Okay. Exclamation point. Um, if you were a contestant on Jeopardy, which six categories would constitute your dream board, so to speak? Oh, man, this is too hard. I, I was concerned about that. Why did, why did you pick this? I, well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, right now. So, no, how about look into yourself right now? What would you want to be? Like um, maybe noun, nouns, name a noun. <laughs> nouns. <laughs> um, kindergarten math. <laughs> uh, um, the weather outside. <laughs> um, opinions. 
Say whatever you want. How does that coffee taste? What? How does the coffee taste? That could be, that could just be a question. How does your coffee taste? What to is? You? It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, personal history of Dane Perry. <laughs> and baseball. Okay, oh, yeah, alright. Yeah. Yeah. Have a we gotta have one legitimate one. You're just a shell right now. You really, that's what you're getting at. <laughs> what is it? Is it the weather? Is it the weather, Dane? What's that? Yeah. Disappointing sex. What's it? <laughs> um, what is it? The wet? You say it's the weather, Dane? That's what's doing it to you right now? It's, uh, yeah, it's the traffic. It's the weather. It's, um, yeah, I, I've had like a cold for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do I have to complain about? I, I feel cooped up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, what do they call it? Cabin fever, they say. Yeah, a little thing. bit of that. A little bit of that. I mean, this is like, I don't mind cold weather, but this is like, you know, this was like, what, like 40, like 72 hours of below zero or something. And, and, and uh, it, what is the trick? I mean, how often do you drive, Dane? Uh, so still, I, I have things to do. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not, you know, by the way, we own a Subaru now. And it's outstanding. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. That's an update. All-wheel drive. Okay. So belated. So belated. You are so, happy about that. I, I love my Subaru. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, uh, you know, the world is full of morons. It's not, it's, it's too easy to have a driver's license in this world. Yeah. And, uh, if I could go back in time, I would drastically improve the public transportation infrastructure in this country. Mm-hmm. And having a driver's license would be like, Acing the MCAT. <laughs> so, so few people would have one. Yeah. So. Yeah. To answer your question. You, you've answered it, Dane. But you're yeah. a little bit broken right now. Is the, is uh, yeah, the result. I, I am, uh, I am, uh, I'm, I'm a bit broken. Yeah. I'm a bit, uh, shards have fallen off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you don't, you, you, you do sound a little, um, you sound like you're, uh, your faculties have deserted you a little bit. My parents raised me <laughs> with the desire and need to have a, a uh, winter weather home and a warm climb, but they didn't give me the skills to provide it for myself. Yeah. Well, you th- you are the one who went to Chicago. I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Part of me would like to move back to Texas now. Right There's now. other places, too, you know. There's other, there are places maybe with reasonable weather. That are also livable, maybe. Yeah. yeah. There is generally in the States, I will say, there's generally a reverse correlation between um, quality of the climate, livability of the climate, and livability of the culture. Yeah, that, yeah I would agree with that. I'd say roughly. It's not an exact, you know, it's not Yeah, exact, I, I would generally agree with that. Yeah. yeah. But I, um, Florida, for instance. Yeah, right, Florida. But I've actually heard nice things uh, recently about DC, for example. I actually uh, have. DC, DC sounds awful to me. Sounds absolutely awful. To I've me. heard I've heard nice things about it recently. I think that there are ways you can get by in Los Angeles and have. Uh, uh, have I could do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And I the weather's there. The weather there is is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I I quite enjoyed my time living in Austin. So mm-hmm. uh, that's on my mind these days. Okay. Oh, yeah. Even though it's it's hot as 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 the hottest pair of balls. As American chop suey. 
<laughs> American chop suey? Is that, is that the American hostile translation? <laughs> I know. Have you ever had it? You never had American chop suey? It might be a racist term, but my grandfather always says it. Chances are it's racist. Actually, let me rephrase that. It might so. it might be a racist term because my grandfather always says it. <laughs> That's the correct way to phrase that. Uh, yeah, no, it's just like a, it's a pasta dish. Uh, with like a uh, ground beef and tomato sauce, and uh, like noodles. <coughs> Didn't that just sound like spaghetti with meat sauce? Yeah, something else is in it. I don't know. He always called it American chop suey. Hey, here, listen. So, um, American chop suey. This this combine this is a this is sort of furthering the theme of age and death. What do you want to be written on your epitaph? This is from Still James. Uh, Still is in parentheses. All right, it's supposed to sound like Bill James. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to be written on your epitaph, Dane, and or yeah. what will be written on Sestouli's epitaph? Wait, what do I want to be written on my? What do you want to be written on your epitaph and or what will be written on Sestouli's epitaph? Okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is this is that kind of I have to be on question that is just beyond me today. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, we've already. How about just answer it not on? Just look at what I want you to do is, Dane, stay yeah. with me. Stay stay with me. Yeah. Embrace just, the fact that you are just at a low low point. I I, I see a bright light. <laughs> Grandpa. Em- embrace the. No, is he saying something racist? That's the. That's the. <laughs> Grandpa is complaining that's, about them. It's the acid test. Uh, no, look into, look into the darkness, Dane, yes. and it just and embrace embrace how low you are right now. Okay. And then and now answer the question. What do you want to be written on your epitaph? Um. All right. Look into the darkness. On my, we're talking about on my tombstone, right? Yeah, get, get into it, Dane. Step, All right. step into the say, darkness. It would say, well, that didn't go as planned. <laughs> okay, that's that's good. Okay. Yeah, Dane, that's fine. Okay. Good. You're embracing it now, Dane. You are. We we listen. I think everyone's aware now that the. The Dane Perry, to which uh, readers and listeners have become accustomed, is not here with us. Yes. But you're, uh, you know, you're a bulldog, Dane. You gotta, you gotta forge ahead. I am. Okay. I don't, I don't quit. And uh, on my I, epitaph, I, I, or would you care to, would you care to? Uh, what? Would you care to? Um, would you care to, uh, to, to make any guesses as to what will be written on my epitaph? I'm trying to check my email. Okay, stop doing. Please stop doing that. Dane, uh, no, stop. I hear you tippy tapping. <laughs> I'm trying to check some email. <laughs> stop doing that. Uh, Stooley, um, I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, no, you could say, you could pass on this one. Uh, he began his life on third base, mm-hmm. but hit a double. And thought, How's that? That's that is a that is a nonsensical bastardization of. Yes. <laughs> he began See, his yeah. life on third base and hit a double. Right. Yeah. You had all these advantages. <laughs> yeah. right, so let's let's just clarify. Ran back to second base. <laughs> let's just clarify. The actual saying is, he began right. his life on 
Well, you could choose your base, but you could be. He began his life on third base and thought he hit a triple. Right. Yeah. What you said was just to yeah. just to re reexamine it. Put it out there. He began his life on third base <laughs> and hit a double. Right. So, yeah. in your in the world that that you've imagined, the yeah. batter is allowed is yeah. allowed to is being pitched to at third base. <laughs> and presumably is hitting a double from third base. One assumes running to home and then no, going. No, no, you just ran back to second base. That's easier. <laughs> that's not hitting a double at all. Yeah. Okay. That's how it works. Yeah. You have reimagined baseball, is what you've done. <laughs> so you know what I think we should do is go back and take uh, take baseball out of your Jeopardy dream board. <laughs> because yeah, even exactly. you don't even appear to have a, gr- a grasp of the basic rules. Let's replace it with the category incorrect answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so uh, so incorrect answers for one hundred. Your name. <laughs> your name is Dan Dingleberry. <laughs> what is poopoo caca? <laughs> Ding. Yes. Yes. Coat de Rhone is one of these. That's that's for two hundred dollars. Uh, what is a, uh, delicious root vegetable? <laughs> the face of Queen Victoria, for example. <laughs> um, what is the contents of a toilet? Uh, let's see, 400 under incorrect answers. It is, um, um, Hercules carried this on his shoulders. <laughs> what is, uh, the penis of Mercury? <laughs> and finally, for 500, <laughs> it's a daily double. Watch out, Dane. Yeah. Um, Syllogism comes from these two Greek words. What is vitamin Z? <laughs> and how much did you wager? Uh, One million dollars. <laughs> you are rich. Yes, you are I very won. rich now. I've won. Yeah, you did. Thank God for the Jeopardy category of incorrect answers. <laughs> I know, you're doing a good job of that. Uh, big, big Jake, but Jake spelled with a J. Um, it says, since Sestouli's fit of pique had him run off to, had him run off to France rather than suffer the indignities of Obama's America. Yes, yes. Have you had any thoughts of about where you would run, uh, where you would run off to if you ever began to hate Freed America as much as Sestouli does? Mm. Mm Hmm. Um... Pond of England. Okay. <laughs> I'd, I'd go there. Okay. Or the sovereign nation of Texas. <clears throat> uh, just so you know, England is very expensive. I'm aware of this. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you an easy addition of the next question. Uh, here's how it's written by Brass Tax. Capital B, capital T. Brass Tax, capital B, capital T. Uh. Hello? <laughs> Hi, Dane. Who is this? 
real Dane Perry? Uh, yep, yep. Okay, yep. Dane. Did question. You, is this another rolling Paris brownout? <laughs> brass, uh, brass tax rights. Since the stoolie is living in Paris, can Dane, as a red-blooded American, rank the five nationalities that we as Americans should be most indignant towards? Oh. But I'll give you the easy version. Just name one. What's the number one? Floridians. Okay, Floridians. Answer correct. All right, let's yeah. let's uh, let's knock some of these out quickly. Danny Knobgobbler writes. Danny Knobgobbler. Yep. Uh, these are here are some questions about Banknotes Harper. Okay, Banknotes. Uh, if Banknotes Harper was named mayor of Chicago for a day and tasked with solving the problem of violent crime on the South Side, what would be his strategy? Pass. <laughs> Because of difficulty or because of potentially racist difficulties? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Pretty Ricky writes, capital P, capital R, capital P, capital R. Pretty Ricky, if you put Banknotes Harper in young Genghis Khan's position, how large would the Mongolian Empire be? Four. <laughs> I assume that you're still answering questions uh, from Jeopardy, which is the wrong answer <laughs> category. Uh, Thaddeus writes, Thaddeus writes, um, what will be the subtitle for Banknotes Harper, uh, Har- Banknotes Harper's autobiography, and is it already number one on every bestseller list ever? Subtitle. Okay. Yes, I, yes as far as this bestseller. Uh, Ding Dong Made of Dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Kate Upton wants to know, uh, oh, Kate! Reader Kate Upton wants to know, what is Banknotes Harper's phone number? <laughs> I can't think of anything funny. <laughs> okay. Can you, can you just give us the facts then? Uh, uh, 773-684-7284. Not an American phone number. That's, that's someone's number in Chicago. Oh, okay. Um, you don't yeah. know who though. I don't. I was just, the area code was all I had to go on. Okay, no. very good. Yeah, my uh, apologies to that person. Uh, this is a question for your wrestling alter ego, Dane. Yeah. Uh, what would Theophilus Pickaxe's entrance music be? Oh, uh, Wagner, something Wagner. Something, something Wagner. Yeah. Something yeah. Wagnerian. We can, we can. Yeah, yeah, Wagnerian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the whole, the whole composition as well. Okay. Uh, Engelbert Humperdinck is curious, Dane. Ah, good old Engelbert. Did you uh, read the comment section of that? Of that? No, I didn't. I didn't read the whole thing. Or I didn't uh, read like the latest edition. Why? Like the uh, the the uh, cougars who liked Engelbert Humperdinck were unleashed on that comment section. Okay. Oh, so like actual? Yeah. Humperdinck like fans. Actual female fans of Engelbert Humperdinck. Yes. And they, what what sort of comments did they make? Basically just talking about how great he is live and how we should see him and how he's the king of romance. I believe the king of romance was uttered many times. More than – seriously, the phrase king of romance appears in that I comment thread. king of romance, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the phrase, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Did you expect that at all? I did not. I did not. Were you – I actually popped in to express my surprise. Were you pleased? Yeah, absolutely. Who wouldn't okay. want that? No, who wouldn't? Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Engelbert Humperdinck says, who would win at natural selection? Okay. Who would win at natural selection? A lion? 
<laughs> this is a good one. Who would win a natural selection? A lion on a jet ski. <laughs> or a pelican with a machine gun. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. I might need a little more information. Is this is this an aquatic battle? <laughs> oh, so we have like a bear versus shark thing here. You want to know? Yeah, who, I need to know the setup. I mean, if it's like if it's just in the middle of the savanna and the bear and the lion's just sitting on a jet ski, he'll just hop off and kill the pelican. Well, the the pelican has a machine gun. I know, but no thumbs. You know? <laughs> well, you don't need a thumb to pull a trigger. Well, yeah. You know, you need a thumb to balance there, right? Then he's got webbed feet. How's he going to fire? You know. Then you decide the setting. Is it on the ocean or is it the savanna? And what is a pel- what is a pelican doing on the savanna? I guess what is a lion doing? It's been airlifted in for this battle. <laughs> Pay per view battle. Have you ever, have you ever read the uh, the uh, what was believed to be true and then turned out to be hot internet rumor of the Midgets versus Lion. Battle. No, I did not read that. <laughs> read this. It was released as like a, uh, you know, it, purportedly it took place like in Malaysia or something where they had a uh, uh, a sporting event of like 40 midgets versus a lion. Mm-hmm. Lion slaughtered all the midgets. But that did not happen. That did not happen, but it was like released as a news report. Did Snopes.net get to the bottom of that? I'm sure Snopes has something on that, yes. I'm going but, to snope it uh, when we are done with this conversation. But we had a uh, a conversation, a, a uh, testing our you know our moral heft. Yeah. Uh, about whether a you would do secret pay per view to watch that. <laughs> we all agreed that we would not. Yes. No, you wouldn't. No, of course not. But no. b we would watch YouTube footage. Interesting. I have to tell you about a similarly uh, 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 something on the similar lines. In that I was I was harrowed. Wait, I don't know if a person could be harrowed. I Harrow. it was harrowing, whatever it was. Yeah, um, you're I uh, you may have noticed that the post um, soliciting questions for this particular Question Time edition of Fangraphs Audio. Question Time. Okay. I um, there's a picture of an, of you thinking of an Ed Hardy T-shirt. Yeah, I don't know what those are. They're just uh, shirts worn by douches. Okay. Check. Um, so it's funny that you're thinking about them. Right. But at first, originally I was going to try and I was going to try and find an image of um, the Grim Reaper drinking alcohol. Okay. To me, this was funny <laughs> that you would be thinking of the Grim Reaper trying to get drunk. Okay. So I typed in. Um, I might have typed in death because I, you know, also you know, death personified, death and uh, drinking, and what, and I looked for, and then I typed this into images. Well, apparently there is an internet website that that deals with documenting horrible accidents that have occurred on America's highways. What? Yeah. So I typed in death and drunk, death and drinking. Okay. And all of the images were, were basically from this one site that are essentially pictures that have been taken from highway accident scenes. Oh my. Of people who have died. 
Okay. And it is disgusting. I think it's actually I'm it's currently it's called Documenting Reality is the name of the site. And it is horrifying. And so no, you're not good no no don't type <laughs> that in now. Oh don't do it. Or you could just Google search you could Google search death and drinking as okay. an image. And you I mean it's horrifying. Yeah. Are you seeing any of it? No wait, no maybe death and drunk. Oh God! Are you seeing any of it? I'm I'm looking. Hold on. Maybe death drunk. Death drunk. Oh that. Ugh. Oh yeah. If you do death drunk, it's horrifying. Let me see this. Hold death on. drunk. I mean, it's really terrible. You should stop. I'm I'm telling you not to look at it. Yeah, this is uh, this is gross. Are you doing yeah. death drunk images? I'm looking at this uh, documenting reality uh, site. Yeah, it's terrible. There are death drunk is what you uh. Death, what you type? Yeah, death. Death drunk. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't working at my best. <laughs> and then images. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there are real dead people everywhere. Wow. Okay. So. Oh my! Look at that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's some miserable things occurring there. Yeah. The Internet is is so dumb sometimes. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, it's terrifying. So you're seeing these images now, though? They're Snooky. Uh, yes, also Snooky. <laughs> there you go. But don't look that up, anyone. And, uh, yeah, it's terrifying. Um, so that relates to the question I asked you, which was, <laughs> did you schedule a prostate exam yet? No, not that one. Uh. Um, uh, so what now? I gotta uh, end this podcast. I'm gonna look at this. No, no, no. Uh, here's another question. Um, this is from Sofa King. Sofa King. Two words. Sofa King. Okay. What's your stand on killing baby Hitler and making sexy with one's attractive grandmother if time traveling is possible? <laughs> so that's not the whole question. Let me. I'll state it again. What's your stand on killing baby Hitler? And making okay. sexy with one's attractive grandmother if time traveling is possible, question mark. Next sentence, I need to know by this Friday at 3.30 p.m. <laughs> um, I'd say there's a possibility that you would sire a new baby Hitler in the process. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> no. It's not Hitler's grandmother. <laughs> Just trust me. If you do these two things concurrently, <laughs> the, the streams might cross. Yeah, the streams might cross. That's true. And you would sire baby Hitler. Okay. All right. Okay. Can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, how much more interesting Hitler's story would be if he were the the residue of uh, time traveling incest? <laughs> if he himself had gone back in time and killed baby Hitler and then made love to his own grandmother. <laughs> And then, and then sired himself. <laughs> Imagine. I think we could all get a big laugh out of the Holocaust in that case. <laughs> yeah, that's the important thing. Yeah, that's it. That is. Yeah, yeah. That's the uh, important Okay. Um, Mr. Observant uh, writes, Mr. Observant, dear Dane and Cher Carson. Dearest Dane and Cher Carson, uh, Nathan Hale. <coughs> yeah. Okay, you're Boy. you're allergic to the name Nathan Hale now. I uh, just just a cough. I got the guitar. Okay. 
Nathan Hale, Banknotes Harper, and Nature Boy Ric Flair. Oh. They have finished together a frank comparison of their privy members. And this is a good question, too. Nathan Hale, Banknotes Harper, and Nature Boy Ric Flair have finished a frank comparison of their privy members and their ability to do everything splendidly. Okay. <laughs> so they've just had a conversation. Right, yeah. And having some drinks. Right. Yeah. Which one do you think should replace Budweiser Selig as MLB Commish? <laughs> this is tough. Yeah. Uh, Would I you like to use the rhetorical pattern of comparing and contrasting? Yeah, I, I'm inclined to say banknotes because of his business acumen. Okay. But uh, Nathan Hale, of course, knows how to forge glory. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. The 60-minute man who wore 10 pounds of gold around his waist mm-hmm. uh, and knows triumph, uh, which is important for leadership. Yes. How about a triumvirate ruling structure? Right. Or might I suggest that much as in the movie Twins, they, they all together make love to Hitler's grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's the director's cut of Twins. Yes. And then they, and then, they, and then she gives birth, uh, true to the title, she gives birth to two Hitlers. Who? And one Hermann Goring. <laughs> Was he another Nazi? Yeah. Hermann Goring? I don't know, I, I feel bad, I don't know all the Nazi, I just know the main you know, Nazi. Huh. He was, he was, uh. Was he a big one? He was a particularly beastly one, yeah. Oh, he yeah. was a beastly, he was one of the, one of the dark Nazis. One of the dark <laughs> The Maybe black is not as bad as Joseph Mengele, but pretty bad. Yeah. Well, he was a bad Nazi too. He was like the uh, evil scientist Nazi who did all kinds of horrible things. Yeah. And then, and I, because I know, I know. Uh, let me get, let me tell you the Nazis that I know. Okay. Um. Adolf Hitler. Yeah, good one to start with. Yeah. Top Nazi. Uh, and Go- Goebbels, Goebbels, Goebbels. Yeah. Yeah, he was sort of the uh, propaganda master. Uh, Lenny Riefenstahl. The film. The film. I only know. The, I think I only know like the yeah the propaganda ones. Yeah. And um, uh, um, um, you know, uh, Michael Bollock, who was either a Nazi or a midfielder for. Uh, I guess I believe. <laughs> That's a footballer. Yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah. Not uh, a Nazi. It just has a German name. Oliver Bierhoff? Details, details. Uh, uh, no, uh, so those are the only ones I know. Okay, yeah. I just know that they're great as a comic device. Well, obviously, yeah. You know, you, you, we talked last time about the Dudeney problem, right? Because that had a crazy resolution. Like his shows were canceled all throughout France. Mm-hmm. Um, because, so you know that anti-Semitism is illegal in the, in France. Correct. But. Except for that guy who makes that sign. No, he, no, they, they canceled his shows. The government, the government canceled his shows. Yeah, I thought he had plausible deniability and they couldn't do anything to him. Okay. Oh, wait, maybe you know more than that. I thought they canceled. I I probably don't. They canceled a lot of them. And not, I know in not they canceled his show. Okay. And it was a huge deal. But here's the thing. Is you can, I don't think you could do that in the United States, right? Uh, no, I, I can't imagine you could. No. Right. But the thing is, 
people would not go. So this, I was talking about this with my wife. Is people just wouldn't go? I think, right? Yeah, I, I would think that uh, uh, market forces would take care of that. Yes. Yeah, that's right. But apparently, those same market forces do not exist in this country. I, I gotta say, uh, yeah, uh, from afar, never having been there, uh, France strikes me as, in the main, not well, not even in the main, but perhaps at the margins, crazy racist. Yes, it exists. Yeah, it exists. Yeah, it exists in a way that. Especially as a liberal American, you're not re- you're not ready for because you always yeah. one always thinks of Europe as uh, you know a, 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 a where cradle refinement right um, a, a place of exquisite tastes that yes. no one can afford yes yes um, and but no just like a also it's like the welfare the, apparatus like the birthplace of humanism too liberal yeah. humanism but. Um, yeah, it is a little bit uh, – it gets a little bit crazy. And also, yeah. I don't know if you know this. And again, this is not uh, – um, I'm not looking to, to go to, in this direction. But you know that now, in at least as far as I understand it, um, it's almost impossible to have abortions in Spain. This is a new law. Okay. Which is – this is a, this is crazy too, right? I can't tell you how little interest I have in talking about that. <laughs> I tell you who's interested in talking about it is Banknotes Harper. Yeah. <laughs> Banknotes Harper will talk some abortion policy. <laughs> well, he has a vested interest because he's just, he just got everyone pregnant. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with that, I'm done talking about abortion. <laughs> uh, Canuck Assassin writes. But should we just go back to Mengele? Oh yeah, right. You're gonna you're gonna educate me on no, some some I'm formidable making Nazis. Joke, making a joke there about. Abortion is unacceptable, so let's get back to talking about Nazis. <laughs> All right. Um, you what, wanna, we? What's going on? I don't know how we got there. Because because yeah. Mengele had sex with Adolf Hitler's grandmother. Right. Mengele, Mengele yeah, had sex with Hitler's grandmother. Yeah. As Uncle History has talked. <laughs> Uncle Grandpa History. Mm-hmm. All right. Where were we in terms of questions? Uh... Canuck Assassin writes, Dears, Dear Dane, how do I get bourbon stains out of khaki pants? And then he adds, also, question time. Question time. I, I think he out. did that just so I would have to edit it out. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, buy new pants. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. You go to the cleaner. Drink clear liquors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think maybe part of it is... Are they, are they, I need to know if they're pleated. They're pleated. He's a beast. <laughs> you know what's interesting is uh, it's hard. I find it's hard sometimes to find flat front pants, flat front khakis. It's a lot easier. I will. Uh, I will. I will die before wearing pleats. Pleats are straight. My my point is, yes, I agree that pleats are crazy, but also yeah. they are ubiquitous. I, I I don't. Is this a French problem? Because I don't have any problem buying. No, flat I don't know. No, it isn't. Uh, Alyosha punch my way out of the streets before I wear pleated <laughs> pants. I will fight my way out of this town. Oh yeah, there was a there's a question about fighting that I. Uh, okay, let's have it. I want to fight. I'll fight somebody. Oh yeah, because it involves Jeff Sullivan. That's I remember your previous oh, thoughts about ah, Jeff Sullivan. I'll, I would leave him in a heap. Okay, what now? Uh, this is from Jaybo Shaw. Jaybo Shaw. Jaybo, good old Jaybo. This All is right. for you, Dane. If you Sestuli and Jeff Sullivan. Okay. We're in. So. The, now listen, there may or may not be an intentional 
typographical error here. Because it's, right. it's not Victor Hugo's Les Miserables, it's Victor Huge's Les Miserables. Okay. So if you, Sestouli, and Jeff Sullivan were in, Victor, were in Victor Huge's Les Miserables, okay. which character would each of you be and would the story have played out differently? Um, I would be uh, Inspector Javert, except okay. I would win in the end, Okay. and slaughter the both of you. No one slaughters anyone in the original. That's what I'm saying. I'm writing my own Indian here. Okay, right. Who I'm would it be John Valjean? I would uh, commandeer a panzer division and run over the both of you. Okay. Let me ask you a question. And then I would make love to Hitler's grandmother. Who would yes. be the Phantom of the Opera in that in that particular edition? <laughs> Willie Bloomquist. <laughs> okay. Hmm, let's see. Did you hear that Jim Cameron said the Mariners are the sixth best organization in baseball? It's crazy, I know. Uh, <laughs> this is actually funny. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, here we go. Alyosha writes, in order to defend your intercontinental championship, Dane. Oh, woo, 10 pounds of gold. How would you defeat The Undertaker at WrestleMania? Oh, wow. Um... I would uh, feign an offer of alliance. Smart. Like extend my handshake mm-hmm. in my hand. Mm-hmm. And then when he reached out for my hand, I would uh, boot him in the giggle beans. <laughs> and then reduce him to embers with an intercontinental ballistic missile. <laughs> And then I would pin those embers for the three count. <laughs> would you have to kind of, would you sweep them together, sort of? Or I mean, would yeah. they, I assume I mean, they would I be all like, over the ring. I'd probably do like a chalk outline and fill the outline with those embers. Smart, yeah. And then pin the embers for the three count, and I would have the strap. I would win the strap, belting the title. Here's a follow-up question that's actually just a question looking for facts. Is how many Undertakers have there been? I don't know. I, 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 my wrestling knowledge post 1990 is, is, that's when it lost me. So okay. you're asking the wrong guy. Uh, okay. I'm going to ask, ask you, Adam. I'm going to ask you this question because I think I know the answer. Cody writes, uh, or asks, Cody asks, where do you get off? Hmm. Uh, in the shower and occasionally my lady's <laughs> boudoir. Oh, God. oh, I thought the, I thought the, I thought the answer would be, would be a banning. That's what I was assuming. Oh, he's banned. How about that? You're not on your game. I know. I'm not. I told you this. I don't want to do this. Uh, Samuel Raphael. We, there's basically just two questions left. Samuel Raphael asks, "What do we do about all these juice bars and froyo shops?" Uh, what am I supposed to say to this? I don't know. What do you want to do with all the juice bars and froyo shops? Answer from your heart. Froyo, what, I don't even know what Froyo is. What is Froyo? I see that Fro- term. Frozen yogurt. Oh, okay. Does that make I more sense now? Yeah, that does make sense. Uh, I, I don't have any problem with them. You don't? No. No. Oh. What am I, what am I supposed to get outraged over that? I don't know. Ban this, this guy's banned. <laughs> Time for some capricious banning. Okay. Capricious banning. Next three questions are banned, these guys. <laughs> no, this one's funny because... Because <laughs> it just looks like I just read the question. It's from someone named Busted Posey. Busted Posey. 
And right. the question I just saw it and I thought this is a this is a <laughs> ridiculous this is a stupid question. The question oh, is, what is your favorite piece of charcuterie? I don't even know what that is. Charcuterie is like a you know you get charcuterie is meat like assortment of meat. Charcuterie, but the question is addressed to Darren. <laughs> so it just says Darren. What is your favorite piece of charcuterie? Well, then I'll let Darren answer that. Okay, yeah. I'm going to guess that Darren's going to say uh, course, uh, Corsican, whatever, Corsican salami. Darren Erstad, he'll answer Omaha Steaks. Mm-hmm. Darren with an E, actually. Isn't Darren Erstad with a D-A-R-I-N? Uh, Darren. Uh... God, he must have grew up poor. Oh, my gosh, you're like really you sound like you have a computer voice right now. Sorry. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually, uh, I'm recording now in the, I'm in the recording studio for Daft Punk. Oh yeah. That's why I have that. That's why it sounds like that. Yeah. He, a, he won a daytime Emmy recently. Right? <laughs> he did. Yep. Yep. Okay. Good. Good. People <laughs> care about the Grammys. This is absurd. <laughs> People care about that crap. Yeah. People are actually like, Putting out opinions on who won and who didn't won. Well, here's a, here's a thing of why um, – because, for example, uh, the Golden Globes won recently as well, Dane. You know this. Yeah, the, yeah. The Golden Globes, though, for example, are hosted by two – or in this case, they were hosted by two uh, pretty pretty talented comedians and writers in uh, Tina Fey and uh, Amy Poehler. They're, they're, talent, they're talented people. Sure. Um, Let me say here. The 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 thing, and, and and generally the winners are people who are have performed or written things, and uh, and so are the presenters. <laughs> what are you doing? What sound are you making right now? Those jackass. Okay, the Grammys though they're musicians. They're not. Got they're, up in there. Their job is not to talk to anyone. They're not. They're not talking. They, their job is to make music. They're not right. supposed to be good performers or writers. They just talk. Or they just sing and dance and that sort of thing. Yeah. So it, it it was never going to be enjoyable. I just I, I I don't get the whole I don't know. I mean, there's no accounting for taste, obviously. But I mean, I think there's I think there's more slight consensus on what constitutes, say, a good film. Yeah. Than there is like a good song. Yeah, I agree with people, you. People have. Some absolutely reprehensible taste in music. Although to that to that point, it's I will actually say any hint of a consensus on music because people are stupid. I w- I just learned I just learned today, in fact, yeah. that uh, Daft Punk won a bunch of awards. I don't even know what that is. Is that a band? Yeah. So Daft Punk is actually pretty good. Uh, Daft Punk is uh, they're sort of they're sort of an electro pop band, but I would. They're French. It's two. Just French give me guys. some Artie Sean, Mel Torme. <laughs> uh, no, so it's two. It's two French guys. It's two French guys, and uh, but they actually. Is like house music or something. No, not really. It's it's kind of uh, it's it's slight. It's pretty danceable pop music, uh, but anti-Semitic lyrics. What's that? Anti-Semitic lyrics. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're actually kind of. They're actually sort of. They, the song they make actually. A, I would I would submit interesting music, and uh, they have a I would say buku to influences, and for example I just uh, saw today that they did a live performance that included uh, the guitarist from Chic. Do you remember the band Chic? Yes. They did the song La Freak. Yeah right yeah yeah. Uh, 
uh, so the song that like the I thing wasn't that, aware they had a guitar. What? In the band. Sheet. Oh yeah, no, I guess they did. Uh, okay. Ro- Niles Rogers, I believe, is his name, and they also had Stevie. So for their live performance, they had Niles Rogers, the guitarist from Chic, and they also had Stevie Wonder. Okay, Stevie. Um, Right. I mean, it, it's kind of hard to argue with Stevie Wonder. Sure, I like Stevie Wonder. So they had them, and uh, um, they, and and this this guy Pharrell Williams too, who is also um, an interesting performer. Uh, he had a role in that awful song, though, so I don't forgive him. What song? That stupid ubiquitous tripe. Oh, the, happy song. The happy. No, the whatever that. What one talking? of that that douche douche lord. Colin, whatever his name is, did. What are you talking about right now? That stupid song that's everywhere. That, uh, <laughs> uh, what's the name of it? With the, with the controversial video, all that stuff. Oh, I know. Okay. All right. What's the name of it? Help me out here. I think it's blur, Blurred Lines, perhaps. What? Blurred Lines, perhaps. Yes, that's it. Yeah. By, by Robin Givens. Yes, by Robin Givens, yes. By Robin Ventura. Robin Givens, Robin Ventura are both suing Mike Tyson for sexual harassment. Yes, yes. And also, um, Robin and Batman are going to solve the crime. (laughs) Yes, yes. yes. But who's this who's coming along? (coughs) From Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. It's Robin Leach. He's reporting on it. Yeah. All right. Where are we at here? Uh, We're done. Okay, good. There was a question about someone who – this is from Frank B. He he went through a long explanation about how um, he OD'd on prescription Frankenbeans the other day. (laughs) (laughs) The question is not as interesting, but – there's a bunch of comments to the effect that he's had he has problems with prescription <laughs> fra- Franken beans. I uh, hardly approve of that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good stuff there. Yeah, there you go. I wish I'd thought of that. Mm-hmm. I could use that in a post. Prescription Franken beans. Uh, also, Roberto. Yeah, Ver- that might be that might be worth reviving. Nickname six player for <laughs> prescription Franken beans. <laughs> yeah. Someone also, uh, Roberto Beers, commenter and reader Roberto Beers. Yeah, Bobby Beers, yeah. Uh, he uses, the first sentence of his question is, uh, I am the proud owner of an engorged fleshy monolith. <laughs> is it veiny and purpled over? Uh, he doesn't say anything to that effect, but, um, but in the last, so, okay, the first part of the question is, I am the proud owner of an engorged fleshy monolith. Uh-huh. And then the last sentence is a question: Is marriage really as terrible as you make it sound? <laughs> no, it is not. No, it is quite lovely. So, Dean, do you want to do you want to get real for a second? It sounds right, like you're tired of the gays undermining my marriage, but <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Would you like to? Would you, you do you have something to say, Dane? Do uh, you want to get real for a second? No, let's get let's do some real talk here, Sister. I mean, you sound. I mean, are you really beaten, or is it just like one of those things where you woke up early to bring your kid to school? You've been driving a lot. You maybe worked a little bit too much, and you're just you're not you're not into it. I you know I've got uh, I've got the rest of the day doesn't appeal to me. You mean you know, after I, right now? 
I need to go buy groceries. Ugh. I need to go to the gym. Ugh. Pick up my kid, and he's probably gonna like, he's gonna be, you know, complaining about something possibly. Yeah. Um, and I, I have some work I have to do tonight in advance of tomorrow's work day. Um. Wait, I wanna tell you something, Dane. Is this, is, um, with regard to the gym. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, I have lost, since I've been in, in France, mm-hmm. I have lost, for reasons that are not entirely clear to me, I have lost inches off my waistline. Okay. Um, Is it the smoking? No, I don't, I don't smoke, but I, because after moving to the Midwest, I gained some inches on my waistline. Because of the Kurds. Because uh, of some reason. I don't know precisely why. But here's I want to tell you some things though. I can tell you one thing for a fact. Okay. And my wife is over. She's my wife is sighing louder than people yell sometimes right now in the background. <laughs> her eyes have actually just rolled in her head like in a slot machine. They fall out of her head. Yeah, right. they're, they're 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 just rolling across the floor right now. She says, "You know why." But I, uh, let me tell you one thing that's – let me tell you two facts. Okay. Let me give – and then one weird tip, Dane. Okay. <laughs> one weird trick to boost testosterone? Yeah. No, I'll tell you two facts. One is um, since I've been – I've been in Paris like for four or five months. Okay. I've definitely lost inches off my waistline. Okay. Good for um, you. And I also have – I am working out infinitely less than I did when I lived in Madison. Okay. Okay. What, now, do you, what do you call working out? Like a ladies' jog or an elliptical machine? I'm talking no. I'm t- yeah, elliptical machine or like a you know 45 minute jog. I was doing that at times in Madison. I was doing that every other day. I was doing a, a 30 to 40 minute run. All right. I've lost weight since then. Now. Well, I assume your diet's changed over there. Okay, it's possible that my and I know Callie would say this that my I diet has changed. Yeah. You think it has? Because what meatball subs? She, okay. She thinks I eat fewer meatball subs. Meatball subs. Fries. She says fewer fries I'm eating. Maybe that's true. Let me tell and you a couple other things. More, you're walking more, perhaps? Okay, so there is – all right. So there. So I've made a practice of going to a cafe every day. The cafe, when I was living in Madison, I went to a cafe every day there too, but it was like a block away. Mm-hmm. And now I go to one that's probably a 25-minute walk away. Okay. And so I think that has something to do. Not necessarily that I lose weight from the walk, but the time that I would have normally been dormant, I'm now walking. Does that make sense? Well, that would be losing weight from the walk. Yeah. yeah. Can I tell you something else? Is All right. So it is crazy dark here in the morning. It is like not – like for much of the winter, it doesn't get light until – and I'm not exaggerating, till 9 or 9.30 um, is when it's – like dawn. Dawn is at 9. That's interesting. That's weird, right? So – because of that, and also because I maybe sometimes I work a little bit later just because of the, the time difference. Right. I'm frequently not waking up till 10 or 10:30. No harm in that. Right, but I'm getting I'm getting on average. What do you think the average is for hours of sleep, Cal? I'm getting on average 10 hours of sleep a night. Wow. And it's not on purpose. I go to bed at yeah. midnight, which isn't crazy. And it's not crazy late or early, I don't think, right? Yeah. Midnight for an adult. That's that's perfectly reasonable. Huh? But I I will get on average 
10 hours of sleep. <laughs> which is a lot of, it's like, a, that's like baby level sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is is no joke, but I'm telling you, I wake Do you up. You wear a diaper to bed, so, you don't have to get... <laughs> so I don't have to wake up. <laughs> um, so it could be the amount I I because I've read places. I don't know if it's true or not, but I've read on the New York Times. I even I think I'm sure it was the most emailed article one day that yeah. actually more sleep helps you lose weight because something that happens in your body. I don't know what it is. Okay, that doesn't seem to make sense. But, yeah. Also, I've stopped drinking beer entirely, almost, and I'm. And you too. Right? Yeah, I know you did that, and I drink, yeah. but I drink, I drink more alcohol per day, but it's just more wine now. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. So it's those are the three things that I've done. I I go on a longer walk every day. I have a longer that's commute, good. as it were, to the cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, I get more sleep, and mm-hmm. what did you say? Sex tuplets, she said. No, not sex. Dark, dark chocolate. Sorry, I misunderstood. Sex. She wants sex tuplets. All <laughs> she of a wants. She demands sex tuplets. <laughs> um, no, so those are, and dark chocolate. She said. So maybe that's it. We were eating dark chocolate back in Madison, though. I enjoy the dark chocolate. Not the same amount. We eat dark chocolate every day. Clear though that the Wisconsin air has calories in it. <laughs> That's possible. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it may be something else was going, but I could tell you it's some combination. Wine. Okay. Yeah. We we dark chocolate every day. Every day we have like three squares of dark chocolate. That sounds it, good. It tastes good. We get the swirl yeah, lightly great. lightly salted. I like dark chocolate. Yeah. Dark chocolate is salted. Um, red wine, and I'll tell I'll tell you it in. Stopped working out, so I never I'm never very very hungry. That's another thing. Okay. And that's all I can say. Yeah. Well, that's good. good I'm losing. You. I'm losing inches off my waistline. From the Wait, I, you, you, you always struck me as a uh, as a wee lady boy. Uh, do you need to lose weight? No, no. Well, so okay, yeah. I, I agree that like in the I'm thin wristed, as I think both yeah. you and listeners have pointed out. Yes. Yes. I am thin wristed, um, and and generally slight of build, but I was gaining weight in my. Um, my midsection. Okay, but you still you still have your Duchess's wrists. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes. Okay. Um, I basically look like I look, look like a chubby greyhound is what I look like <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> but um, but I, I got getting a but I've gotten more svelte. But and I mean fat is you know as fat as fat, but um. I was getting in the midsection, but now that's gone away too. I think my disposition is – neither of my parents are that big either. So my disposition ought to be slight of build, right? right. Yeah. But then when I moved to the Midwest, it, I was becoming yeah. undone. Caloric air. Yeah. 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 Also, I think that maybe shame has helped me whittle away the weight because yeah. people <laughs> that, here are generally it, fit. That's good too. Mm-hmm. Now, has, has your increased sexual activity had anything to do with it? Um, that would not be fair to say that that, is, that has happened. <laughs> yeah. That, would you call that roundly inaccurate? <laughs> as round as my bottom used to be. Okay, okay. Yeah. Although, my, actually, my ass still looks great. I have a great – I don't know if you know this about me. I have a nice ass. I, I did not know that. Yeah, no. it's pretty – I mean, it is relative to the rest of my body. It is – it has some some – Action going on, you know what I mean? 
Okay. Yeah. I have a uh an Irish I would ass. describe my ass as designed to move furniture. <laughs> I have an ass built for leverage. Have you ever have you ever moved a couch up or down stairs? Yes. It's, it's singularly unpleasant. Uh, now let me, uh, let me get question 1B to uh piggyback on that question. Have you ever what? moved a uh fold-out couch up or down stairs? A convertible as it were. Yes, I have moved a full dog couch. Those are the worst. Down, down stairs that change angles. Yes. Yuck. There's nothing. There's the thing, in all honesty, the biggest accomplishment of my life, mm-hmm. uh, when my wife was pregnant, we were uh, putting our condo in the market. And a realtor ordered me to get the treadmill out of the condo because it made it look smaller than it was. Ugh. And she was pregnant, obviously, and unable to help. Uh-huh. So, with a broken rib, <laughs> I moved a treadmill by myself downstairs and into storage. Ugh, was it terrible this, the this whole time? This is a treadmill that is heavy enough to, like, fall through floors. It was, uh, I'm sorry to say this in some ways, but this that was probably the greatest accomplishment of my life. So you have peaked, to answer Chris Wick's question from maybe, the beginning. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I'm not sure I've done anything that impressive since, yeah. And with a broken rib. With a broken rib, yes. Now, is that the same rib that you use to uh, to form your wife, much like in the Bible? Yes, yes. Yeah. That was the Zeus took that rib from my body mm-hmm. and made my sex partner. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Let's end with let's end on that note, Dane. Okay. I think you know, Dane. I think you ended up okay. Uh you know what? I think this is probably the weakest question time ever. Question time. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait. What? Sorry. Oh, you got to do the noise? Yeah. I may not I may not have done. Question I, time. Question time. Ugh. Question time. Question time. Okay, great. Question time. Look what you did. Question time. Question time. Look what you did, you little jerk. You know what movie that's from? Look what you did, you little jerk. Um, Home Alone. Yep, you did it. You got Is it, it really? Yeah. Is that true? Yes, absolutely true. Okay. Did you? Were you that just? That was pretty much a blind guess. Yeah, that's it's actually it's exactly true. It's where it's the scene before, like when the family is all together. I don't the night. remember the movie. Sisterly. You they do you agree it. that the family goes to Paris and they leave Kevin in his home? I remember the going on vacation and leaving them there. I didn't remember where they were going. They go to Paris. Uh, they leave. All right. Everyone's there the night, and then they leave the next morning. I don't want to talk about that movie anymore. But the night before, they get pizza delivered. I'm going to hang up now. And what happens is Kevin gets in a fight with his older brother. I am. <laughs> You're sitting in.